This is your host Chukudi, and you're listening to the Other Experts podcast. Welcome to this episode of the Other Experts podcast. Okay, calm down. All right, you've been listening to this podcast for a while now. Um, how about you give us some feedback? Um, where you're listening to this right now? Apple Podcast. Give us some feedback. Spotify. Give us some feedback. Google Podcast. Oh, you know what to do. Just give us some feedback. SoundCloud. Uh, if you enjoyed it, just press the like button la and leave us a comment. And don't forget to subscribe to the Other Experts monthly updates. On this episode of the Other Experts podcast, we have Kristen Noel, digital nomad, freedom chaser, and founder of Lit Nomads. Uh, you're going to tell us what all of those things um, mm-hmm. actually entail, uh, but you, what's your story first? What's my story? So. I am basically a freedom chaser, essentially. (laughs) That's all I want out of life is the freedom to kind of do what I love. I want the flexibility to travel when I want to. And I want to make a living by being myself. So that brought me out here to Malaysia about a year ago after I was living in Thailand originally. Um, I wanted to be a digital nomad in Thailand. I was freelancing as a web designer for about eight months and also traveling the world as well, kind of like traveling throughout Southeast Asia, figuring out how to make money online while being able to travel when I want. Um, And then I did that for about eight months, realized I needed another way to approach my end goal I didn't really want to do it through freelance web design anymore, but I still wanted to help people, I guess, utilize the power of the web to do more of what they want. Because I think when you can master the online space, you're just so flexible, you're so free to kind of create your own lane for yourself. So I still wanted to do that, but I had to find another approach. So I went back to the States, kind of started all over, I was like poor from having traveled and (laughs) lived abroad. So I was really trying to figure out what to do next, how to continue building on this experience that I had and figure out how to wait, figure out a way to do it in a more structured approach. So about nine months later, I found this job in Malaysia that was for a company that um, was very forward thinking in the world of online education, but education about things like meditation, mindset, um, life transformation, things like that. And so I was really interested in that. And it was pretty much a dream job opportunity. So I was really happy to come back to Southeast Asia and to land that job, I guess. And so that was here in KL and it's been a year now and here I am. <laughs> all right. So you juggle all these different, um, uh, do I call them skills, um, while you're working? So it is difficult because I want to do so many different things. But um, in a way, they're a bit related. So I'd say my full-time job is digital marketing. And I do online sales funnels for the company. 
Um, I'm part of a marketing, a larger marketing team where we manage products, I guess, uh, different digital strategies for these products and how we sell them online. And that's giving me, given me a lot of knowledge for how I can also do that for myself and for other companies. So in my free time, and this is something I really just started, but as a freelance brand strategist and accountability coach, that's something I kind of do after work hours. And it's a bit difficult to, to balance, and I'm really trying to figure out how to balance all of my passions and all the things that I want to do and really choose what to focus on. Um, so yeah, but because I'm always in this world, I'm always in this world of like accountability and online marketing and strategy, it's in a way it's a bit natural for me to do these things because it's what I'm passionate about. I'm really interested in making this like my career path. So I'm going all in on it and really kind of sacrificing some of my free time that I would have, some of my extra financial resources, because I know that this is how I want to make a living. Uh, is lead nomads something you want to talk about? Sure, all yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I would love that, to. That's something you did in Thailand. or it, Does that extend um, here in Malaysia as well? So lit nomads is not something I've done yet in Thailand. Okay. This is something, a new venture that I'm starting. And what it is, is a program for remote workers, a community of aspiring and current remote workers to live in Thailand, in Southeast Asia, for a period of six months long. And what we do is we handle accommodations, logistics, travel logistics, um, events, workshops, activities, local immersions and excursions for a period of six months. So it's for people who want to work abroad or they want to live abroad while they're working and also transform their lives. They want some more inspiration. They want to experience a different culture. They want to live among people who think like them, who really want to do different things in their life and figure out how to do more of what they love. So that's what this program is for. It's a remote work and travel program and we're going to have built-in trips to around Southeast Asia included okay. in the program. So every other month we're going to take a trip to, for example, Bali, uh, Cambodia, KL, things like that. And the idea is that people can really have this immersive experience while they're working remotely, but they can also connect with others who really think like them. They can have their hand held a little bit through the process because I know it's not super easy for everyone to just pick up and move abroad. Yeah. They don't really know where to start. They don't know where to go. They don't really know the logistics of everything. So because that's something I've done and had experience in, and I know how rewarding it is, but how challenging it can be, that's really why I wanted to start this program is to help people take that step right. and build that confidence to you to say you know what I can move abroad I can do this I can start doing more of what I love and pretty much create a really remarkable life all right uh, so you've basically been around not the entire Southeast Asia but mm -hmm. um, you've been to a few countries um, in the region what's your experience been like my experience has been amazing Southeast Asia has been pretty good to me as far as travel travel as a solo 
black traveler especially i am really grateful because um i've had yeah mostly positive experiences i traveled to kl for the first time solo and when i was here i met up with a friend of a friend of a friend it's so (laughs) funny and those friends really took me in they showed me around the city they showed me a great time they didn't even know me it was just you know this random contact that i had and um they showed me such hospitality that made me think oh i could live here and here i am you know a year later i was moving here um and then i traveled to singapore and i also i i met up with some friends there and i made friends with my hostel mates and we would go out and have fun and then I also have gotten to travel to Bali. I went to Bali twice, once solo and once with a couple of friends. And my best friend was here in KL last, last summer. We went to Cambodia together. We also went to Thailand. And I've been meeting such incredible people. This journey has been super fulfilling and eye-opening. And it really just shows it shows me how much I can do, you know, how much I can do in the world by meeting people who do all types of interesting, exciting things, and they're not let, letting anything hold them back. And that's ultimately what I've discovered through being in Southeast Asia. So now I'm pretty much ready to take on the world. <laughs> <laughs> what is something any expat in Malaysia should know or should experience um, at least once? Hmm. I would say to explore outside of the city make sure you explore outside of kl ironically i haven't done a lot of exploring (laughs) but i've gone to a couple of places like ipoh for example and penang places like that um yeah i think a lot i've met a lot of travelers who just come to kl just the city but there's so much to see I've gone river caving in Ipoh, that was oh, cool, yeah. and Port Dixon, that was also fun, and a lot of islands. I haven't gotten to check out a lot of the islands yet myself, but checking out Penang was cool. Um, so yeah, explore, explore throughout Malaysia, there's a lot to see, and really get lost in the diversity <laughs> of the food too. What, what's your favorite food, what's the favorite thing you've tried here so far? I think, I think it's the Indian food that I've had here. There's so much good Indian, and there's this one place called WTF, which is like vegetarian Indian. It's so good. (laughs) And then there's a lot of great Chinese food here, too, of course. Dim sum, I love. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You're the first person um, interviewing since uh, Black Panther premiered. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we have to do a little bit oh, of Black yeah. Panther. Yeah. And what, what did you think of the movie? I thought it was amazing. I was so excited to see the movie. It didn't let me down, didn't disappoint. <laughs> Everything from the cast to the really relevant storyline and how they, I think, inserted a lot of like kind of pop cultural references that made it really hilarious mm-hmm. at the same time. It's very true and an actual struggle that's real you know that people think about a lot um as far as black empowerment and figuring out how to help each other and help get each other on a more level playing field particularly back in the states um and then the themes about female empowerment and how there were such strong female leads 
that were really central to the storyline in a way that had nothing to do with objectification or anything related to sex at all. I loved. And um, yeah, the visuals were incredible. It really just made me happy and proud to see something like that on the big screen. <laughs> did, did you have a favorite character? I think my favorite character was Shuri. <laughs> all right. The sister. Yeah. Yeah, she was amazing. I mean, she was designing all the stuff, like the <laughs> costume, and she was really the the key character who was responsible for her brother's success, yeah. you know, as king. So, love her. Talked about um, traveling um, across Southeast Asia. Um, as a black woman, I, I've spoken to a few other black women. Uh, are there any challenges traveling as a black woman? You've, you've mostly talked about the positive, mm -hmm. um, which is great. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's great that you have um, mostly positive experiences. Mm -hmm. uh, but for someone who wants to, a black, another black woman who wants to come travel with the um, travel around this area, um, are there any challenges that they might encounter? So far, I personally haven't had a lot of challenges that I think I would contribute to being a black woman. Um, yeah, there's there's always caution that you want to take as a woman, period. All right. So you don't want to really be traveling late at night anywhere by yourself, of All course, right. walking in these streets. But there's really no incident that I've had where I've really felt like it was something due to racism or anything like that. I don't know if maybe I'm forgetting things because I don't zero in on those um, or if I just don't notice them because I'm not thinking about that or expecting it. But there hasn't really been anything that I can attribute to a negative experience because I'm a black traveler. Um, and I do take caution. I do always try to make sure I'm aware of where I am and that I'm always with somebody if it's like at night or if it's in kind of like not the safest area. Um, I don't really frequent those kind of places solo. And um, yeah, I mean, there's always like, I think this kind of um, stereotype in specific places about black women that a lot of us are prostitutes or something or um, yeah, like in certain, in certain parts of even KL, there's a lot of I would say, I guess the kind of like seedy areas, there's a lot of prostitutes and things like that. So it's possible for you to get mixed up and to be thought of as one of, as, as a prostitute. Somebody might approach you in a way that's like disrespectful um, just by assuming that you are. And so you can get catcalled at sometimes, um, but for me that's not that much different from experiences in certain parts of America. What was integrating into um, the cultures in Malaysia like for you? Hmm. Was there was there a culture shock? I would not say that there was huge culture shock because I had experience in Southeast Asia before. I well, I originally studied abroad in Thailand, and it was very short term. But this was back in my senior year of undergrad in university. Um, so I was already traveling in Southeast Asia, well, just Thailand for two weeks, but having that exposure to Southeast Asia, already having had that experience, it wasn't much of a culture shock when I came back. And since 
I did come back to live in Thailand, and from Thailand, I visited Malaysia. I had an idea of what Kuala Lumpur, at least, was like a bit of Malaysia um, from that experience. And living here, it's not super difficult for me culturally because it's such a westernized city. It's a very modern place. They have a lot of conveniences. They speak English in most places. Um, I can pretty much find what I need. And my work environment specifically is very is very Western. It feels almost like an American company, but with international people. Um, we have p- people from over 40 or 45 different nations. Pretty much everyone is very forward thinking and progressive here. And um, well, at the company at least. And so I have a unique experience in that I'm not fully immersed into Malaysian culture all the time. Um, So I guess that makes it easier for me and a little bit less of a culture shock. Is there any question you think we should, people interviewing you should ask that we haven't asked yet? (laughs) Hmm. I don't know. Maybe you guys want to know what's next? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, you you did see um, Lit Nomads is coming. You you haven't started yet. Um, when when you plan to start with that? So what's next? I'm actually wrapping up my time here in KL. I have about two more months in the country, and then I'm moving back to Thailand. And from Thailand, I'm going to pursue a couple of different opportunities. Um, part of my time is going to be focused on building my kind of personal brand freelancing a little bit more and also building lit nomads so going back there is going to really help me be able to continue developing the relationships that I've been building with vendors and just different people in the community there um lit nomads the program I am still working on the business the content I'm still working on the marketing getting the word out there the business strategy I plan to run the first round of the program next year in May May of 2019 and there's a lot to do to lead up to that because it's obviously it's a huge thing it's a whole program and I really want to make sure that people are getting really highly crafted experiences this is something that's going to be a premium you know lifetime experience for people so I want to make sure that I'm putting in all of the groundwork that's necessary to make it successful Um, so it's back to Thailand in a couple months (laughs) Clearly, you prefer Thailand to Malaysia. I didn't get to ask the question, but mm-hmm. um, now it's clear that um, <laughs> Thailand gets the upper hand. Um, ultimately, yes. But I will say I'm super grateful that I lived in Malaysia for this year. This whole experience has really been life-changing, and I'm not just saying that. I don't think that I would be on the same life path, and I would... I don't think I would have the same clarity about what I want to do and what I want out of my life if I didn't spend this year here between working for my company and getting so much great exposure to things, so much great experience. I really needed this. I really needed this. I needed this Malaysia life experience. So ultimately, I am choosing to move back to Thailand, but I would say that I recommend KL any given time, you know, I really enjoyed living here. It's really a life-changing. What What's something you learned, you knew, you now know from here that's that mm-hmm. you learned from living um, as an expat in either Thailand or Malaysia? Mm. 
I've learned the power of building community. I think that before, when I was back in the States, I always kind of just had, you know, my built-in circles, built-in friends based on growing up in that area. Um, But when I moved to Thailand, there was no built-in friends. I didn't know anybody. I didn't have this circle until it started organically forming. And then we realized, you know, we have something. We have this community of black travelers specifically who are all seeking some form of liberation in life. That's why we all moved to Thailand because we wanted some liberation. We wanted to break free of like American society's way of thinking, their model of success basically. So finding that community and actually building it, promoting it, being able to share it and have pretty much a network of travelers that's really genuine and it just feels good. I've learned that by being out here in the world, that it's really important for us to build community and connect abroad. So I love that. Yeah. <laughs> um, anything you want to add for listeners before we round up? Uh, no, I think that's <laughs> it. I really appreciate you having me here. Thank you, Thank you for Chukudin. coming. Thank you for coming on the show, mm-hmm. Kristen. Cool. See you guys. Thanks. <laughs> Make sure you visit litnomads.com. Exactly. L I T T N O M A D S.com. Check yep. it out. The Other Experts podcast is produced by Blast Studios. The sound design is by Big Min Sound Machine. And the intro was created by The Small Room Production. You can and should subscribe to The Other Expert podcast on Apple Podcasts or SoundCloud and sign up for our monthly newsletters on theotherexperts.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn. And you can always email us at any time on inquiry at otherexperts.com.